Good evening. This is Colonel Reginald Fitzwilliams. Welcome to Gentlemen Debate. A program that provides a platform for men of character, both high and low, to discuss and debate topics that range from the most genteel to the utterly horrific. A gathering of both experts in certain circles and those who have just begun to explore the subtleties of intellectual conquest. Idiots. And here is your host, Ethan McNeil, a tactician with the cunning of a simpering baboon. Thank you, Colonel. And welcome all to Gentleman Debate, where we uh, discuss the mysteries of the world. So, you have me, your host, Ethan, and we have uh, two co-hosts, Cletus. Hey. And then we have Fizzywig. Hello. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing fine. I had a pretty uh, pretty easy week. Just work, and I, I got outside a little bit, finally. Went for a walk. Walked the dog. I know I Cletus is a big dog lover, so he, he should appreciate that I was uh, spending some time with my canine friend. He does have an tendency to uh, have a dog grooming uh, obsession. Yes, yes. It's his passion. How about you, Cletus? Well, I had a bad week. Again? Oh, no. Again. Poor Cletus. See, there's this legendary dog comb. That's made by, it's just a legend. We know we were trying to find it. It's made by this one, one ancient Japanese man that made with like, it's like, gold, it's like gold. It's, it's great dog comb. And it's really popular at these competitive dog grooming competitions. So I set off to find it. And where's the best, find, best, best place to find weird, sketchy items? Amazon? The dark interwebs. Oh, oh, you didn't, Cletus. I, I did. Ugh. And and I was clicking about, and then I went to I clicked on clicked on weird things from Japan because I thought that's it's a Japanese oh. Japanese brush. Oh. And now I'm scarred for life. <laughs> I I'm, I don't want to talk about it. Let's just let's just I get on with it. You. Is is the um is the Japanese dog grooming comb you're trying to get? Is it the Utsumi Asian Fusion grooming comb? Was that the one you were after? No, we don't know the name. It's all oh, okay. it's a bunch of googly gack. Those are very good Japanese dog grooming scissors. <laughs> just just in case you're in the mar- on the market. Mm. Yeah, we in, we in the market. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Stay off the dark webs, Cletus. It's <laughs> I, much, I, I, it's not I good. Was, There's some was, things that once you see them, you can't unsee them. Just gonna tell you that. I wouldn't suggest going on there, Cletus. There's uh, very interesting items you can get your hands on. And I, I'd, I'd be afraid if you actually can obtain them in some way. So I, I'm just going to have to go out and say you shouldn't go on there, Cletus. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> well, we're going to start our debate for today. Let us move on to the topic of debate. I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit my opponent's youth and inexperience. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. You mentioned the Navy, for example, and that we have fewer ships than we did in 1916. Well, Governor, we also have fewer horses and bayonets. And I will tell you, it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, um, uh, what's the third one there? Let's. <laughs> 
It's time for a topic for debate. All right. So our topic for today is a very, uh, very intriguing, I guess you could say. Um, it does have to do with one of your most infamous body parts, your nose. It has to do with smell, of course. Have you ever, like, smelled some cheese or smelled something so bad that it wanted to make you throw up? Well, the topic for today is what is the stinkiest thing in the world? Oof. Personally, I think it's me. <laughs> Uncle Jerry's flaps. Oh, <laughs> what? Uncle Jerry's what? His flaps. His flaps. Well, uh, tell well us when, more you get, about... when you get to a certain weight, you start to get develop flaps. You lift that up, it smells. Oh boy! <laughs> now, was it Uncle Jerry dead? Yeah, there's mul- uh, multiple Jerry's in the family. Uh, multiple Jerry's. It's a common name. It is a common name. Except oh, we don't like we don't like this Uncle Jerry. He's like our third cousin or something. We don't th- third color twice removed or something. I don't know. So don't the know. other one was cousin Jerry. This is Uncle Jerry. Uncle Flaps. Co- cousin Jerry. Cousin Jerry. Cousin Jerry with the cousin Jerry. No cousin uh, Uncle Jerry. He's weird. We, uh, we co- cousin Jerry. He dead. Poor poor fella. Uh, Uncle Jerry. Well, he's got some flippity flaps. He's got some flippity flaps. Well, well, that's not my, that's not my, that's not my position. Just get, get on with it. You just get on with it. (laughs) Well, all right. Uh, I'll tell you the rules real quick. Of course, we have our topic, and then we each have our own arguments. And at the end, we will vote for who we think really has the stinkiest item or thing. So we can start our debate. First, we will start off with hmm. How about Fizzywig for today? Time to state my position? Yes. All right. So the stinkiest thing in the world. Well, I was, as you guys know, I've been kind of getting my butt kicked in these debates. So I'm going to keep it simple this week. I'm going to go with the skunk, just the plain old skunk. I believe they are uh, stinky enough um, with their with their liquid that they spray out of their their back end there, so I'm gonna say the skunk is the stinkiest thing in the world. The skunk, the skunk, that ain't stinky. You don't know stinky if you think the skunk's stinky. <laughs> well, it, there's there's a lot of people that could be stinky, you know. But I'm I was kind of going the natural. The nah, natural my, mine's not. You don't know stinky. Preferably, <laughs> I. Uh, I, I don't mind the uh, skunk smell. It doesn't smell that bad. It's like your average, um, I don't know, rock concert in the 90s. It smells like uh, someone's been smoking the dopes or the, or the oh. doobies. Oh, I see. So, I mean, I, I've been to many rock concerts, of course, and I, I kind of got used to the smell by then, so it doesn't, doesn't I, affect me that much. Am I on here with a couple of potheads? I know no. you're in. I know you're into mushrooms with your Mars. Uh, no, I'm not in the but... mushrooms. How many times does that tell you? <laughs> I mean, I I do eat mushrooms sometimes, but they're for health reasons because they're healthy. Oh, medicinal purposes. Yes, and I have looked them up online and checked their properties just in case. I see. So I I, I do currently live on Mars, anyways. But 
basically, uh, I, I kind of got used to the skunk smell, so it, it's a very interesting uh, position you got, though. Now, I guess we'll go with Cletus's position. Well, I don't know what you guys are heard in this, but it's called the durian fruit. The durian fruit. D-U-R-I-A-N? Yes, the durian fruit. All right. I heard rumors about its smell. I heard well, it- me and me and uh, Jerry, Jerry, me and Jerry back in the day used to used to farm them. We're farmers, right? I thought yes. the um, I thought the uh, durian was only grown in Southeast Asia. You're a you were a farmer in Southeast Asia, Cletus. Well, that's just what the government wants you to believe. So <laughs> the government wants me to believe. That's the game. Well, we mean we used to grow them. We had a little bit of a monopoly going down down and down there in Alabama, if you can imagine. A little monopoly. A little bit of a monopoly. Is that why the government uh the government stopped you from making it? You can't stop us. No one can stop us. We we's uh untrackable. But anyway, that that's beside that, that's beside the point. They you'd open them suckers up, and they'd smell like rotten eggs times a zillion. They'd smell like someone fart in a jar. Let that let that baby incubate for like a couple years. <laughs> I, Cletus, I, I don't think I don't think a, uh, a jar of uh, would keep the smell for lasting that long. I don't think farts incubate. Just out of curiosity, Cletus, I know that you were selling um, you know ghosts in a jar. Now you, you sell a lot. We sell a lot of jars. You fart, if you fart the jar, that's that is not going to be pleasant for the ghost that's living <laughs> it's not, in there. It's not. A, it's not a fart. It's like someone. It smells like someone incubated a fart for like so twelve it's, years. So basically, you you fart in, in a ghost in a in a ghost in a jar to uh. contain them. No, no. You, the fart was a metaphor. It's a metaphor. <laughs> it was it's a metaphor. Metaphor for what? That you capture it and let it uh, let it age, and it gets worse in smell. Yes, yes. It's like it's like it's it's like someone farted in a jar and let that let that stuff sit for a while. I see. I see. Uh, you know, that's what that's what I'm trying to say here. All right. Interesting. The durian uh, fruit. Okay. Well. Well, I suppose I, sh- I should finally state mine, uh, my position, things. I- I'm not, is it the stinkiest in the universe or the world? That is the question. I think it's I the world. I think it's in the world. Oh, because if it was in the universe, I could have picked Uranus. Oh, boy. Oh. Is that the type of person we got dealing with here? <laughs> no, 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 I'm literally talking about the planet Uranus. I did not see that coming. I should have. I should have seen it coming, but... Hey, Ethan's one of them. No, I'm not lying. It's actually one of... Literally, on sciencealert.com, Uranus is one of the most stinkiest planets in the entire world. It smells like sure rotten eggs. April, April Fool's joke, or... Uh... No. Recent... Okay, let me read what it says. I did hear it was a gas giant. Oh, you're funny. He's funny. <laughs> well... I'm going to quote this from sciencealert.com. Uranus. Recent research has pinned down the fact that the planet smells like rotten eggs. A team of astronomers have discovered recently that it is none other than the hydrosilified, uh, a gas that gives it a distinct smell and which is present uh, uh, abundantly 
in the atmosphere of Uranus. This is actually a thing. I, you know what? I was while you were uh, reading that, Ethan. I looked it up, and it's on Forbes. There's a there's an article in Forbes of April of, of last year, and it does say that Uranus has the distinctive smell of rotten eggs, even though there's no oxygen there. And um, however, it says suffocation and exposure in the negative 200 degrees Celsius atmosphere, which is made mostly of hydrogen, helium, and methane would take its toll long before the smell. So I don't know if you actually could ever smell Uranus. Well, I mean, if if you smell downwards, you just, like, give a little sniff. That's that's probably what it smells like. Yeah, but the, the, the gas would have to travel into your nose. So I don't think you could get close enough to Uranus to smell it. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I understand now. So is, is that your position? Wait, 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 wait. Uranus? Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> yeah, no, I was... You you took me on an interstellar journey, so I was going into the uh, the odiferous planet at, at the outer. Oh, all right. No, 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 no. My position is definitely Uranus. Then, yes. I, for a second, I, I thought you were describing uh, certainly the uh, the uh, bottom half of the uh, lower atmosphere of your body. <laughs> for a sec- that, that's what I thought you were talking about. But um, Cletus, anyway. I think we're going to need a ruling here. Um, well, you said the stinkiest thing on Earth. On Earth, world. yeah. We we definitely said on Earth, not another planet. All right, That's all, right all right, all right, all right. I understand. Fine. I'll go with the next best thing. That's definitely cheating. You cheating. All right, fine. I'll go with the rough, a roughly... Ugh, how do but, I say this? But one last thing, um, Ethan, before we leave Uranus. Um, I did want to quote Patrick Irwin professor of planetary physics at the University of Oxford in the United Kingdom. And he states, I quote, if an unfortunate human were ever to descend through Uranus's clouds, they would be met with a very unpleasant and odiferous condition. So, you know, that's that's actually University of Oxford in the UK. Yeah, I, I, I know they did a study on... on- uh, the the lower body. I mean, yeah, it, it does yeah, smell. Hey, sometimes. What is with you in the lower body? That's what it, the, that's what the Oxford guy was planet. talking about, right? Oh, he's talking about the the planet Uranus. Planet. Oh. Ethan, get your head out of your oh. Uranus. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I I understand now. I understand. Okay. All right. But anyway, um, I, I'll go with my other. I have always a plan B. I also have a plan C. I'll go with the. Uh, Ruffalisa aranadi. I think that's how they say it. It's a type of flower, otherwise known as the stinky, uh, the stinking corpse lily. Oof. It literally smells. Uh, this is from the same website, sciencelit.com. It literally smells like a dead, decaying, and rotting corpse, with a hint of fish and sweaty socks for good measure. Ugh. It's found in Southeast yeah, Asia. Yeah, but I compare. I compare my fruit. To a fart that's incubated in a jar that you shoved up a, a hey, skunk's... Hey, a which skunk's, would smell worse? A corpse skunk's or a fart bum, And you, you threw some rotten eggs at that. You threw it in a dumpster and gave it to Hobo Joey to lick. Guys, we are violating our rules all over the place. We're supposed to stay <laughs> in our positions, then get into arguments. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's not get into arguments yet. So... Let, let's. I stated my position, so now we can start our arguments for uh, for our uh, positions. 
So I guess we'll start off with Fizzywig. State your uh, argument for why your uh, why your position is the stinkiest thing. Well, so I'm gonna go to um, the BBC, the British Broadcasting uh, Channel, and it's a uh, article um, on their News Round section called "News Round's Pick of the World's Smelliest Things," and. They're, they've kind of put it into categories, like smelliest animals, smelliest flower, smelliest fruit, smelliest cheese, which is the vieux belong cheese, just for those who want to know. But they're, they're saying that the fruit you can actually eat, and some people actually says it has a sweet uh, taste. And the, the smelliest flower, the, um, the corpse lily, um, is actually bloomed and people display it in the gardens. But the skunk, its smell is actually its weapon. It's against predators and it actually chokes you. So it's a smell so so um, nasty that it can harm you. So that is my that's my opening argument is that the skunks the skunk smell is actually so nasty it's meant to harm you. Where the flower and the um, and the fruit is, isn't really meant to, to harm you. So I would say if it's going to harm you, that's got to be the smelliest. That's my uh, opening argument. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess we'll go on to uh, Cletus's argument for his position. My argument's got to be uh, the, smelli- the smelliest thing is the smelliest fruit, the, the, da- the Darien fruit. Because I'll tell you. Me and Jerry, oh my goodness, me and Jerry, we used to crack them things open. And they, oh my goodness! It was unlike, it was like unleashing a devil. That's why. That's all. That's why I'm like. That's why. That's why. That's why I think it's the worst. Yeah, but that's just personal experience, Cletus. Do you have any? The, facts? the, the internet also says says it's. Oh, the stinky. internet. Yeah, but do you have specific facts where you can say that this this fruit is stinky? Because if it's a fruit, do do people eat this fruit? Uh, apparently, we used to sell them things for so many dollars. So they couldn't have smelled that bad if people could actually eat them. That that is that is very true. Uh, I, I I agree with Fizzywick here. Uh, I mean, if, if people eat it, it's I mean, it's obviously some sort of delicacy somewhere. Mm, yeah, and some weird people, I'm sure. So I I found something but, here, I Cletus, mean, on how to eat durian. It's on WikiHow. Um, and what it's saying here is durian is a fruit from Southeast Asia that's famous for its large size, its thick and spiky shell, and its yeah, horrific... it's thick and it's thick, it's thick and spicy. Yep. And its horrific pungent smell. And uh, it it can be eaten raw, served with rice or even fried. Um, and I guess you have to cut it open with a sharp knife. Man, where was this during the fruit war? Because this looks like a pretty imposing uh, fruit. But I guess you do have to cut it open when you wear. You need rubber gloves to protect your hands. But it's because of the spikes. The spikes. We use condoms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Them don't rip. Them, and, and, them don't and, rip. Now you're still talking about the fruit, right? For cutting. Yeah, up the, yeah. We, we cut up the fruit. But we they also them. wear gloves to keep your hands from smelling like the fruit. So I just find it curious that you'd eat something that smells so bad. So. It, and isn't um, part of... Well, we just sell them. We, didn't, we wouldn't eat them. Just oh, I see. But isn't part of taste, smell, isn't like the majority of taste that you smell? So People are, people are weird. 
That's all I gotta <laughs> say. People are weird. Yeah, that's all I gotta all say. Right. People lack what they lack. Ain't my fetish. What I might that's what Paul is saying. It's not your weakness. That ain't my fetish, yeah. So why the corpse lily, Ethan? What is your argument here? Well, for one, this thing can literally kill you. So this thing has such a pungent uh, spell that it's not not spell smell. It basically is supposed to attract flies and anything, any type of like insect, because it smells so bad that it's supposed to sell, smell like decaying animals. So basically, bugs walk up so it can pollinate it and spread itself. Um, but it's supposedly that the smell can be very, very deadly to certain animals. Not specifically humans, but it can kill if you have high exposure of it. Because it releases a type of fungus gas that can that basically produces the smell and it kills you. That's pretty bad. But also, it smells like it's a decaying, rotting corpse. Literally, its entire point of living is to smell like it's a decaying animal so it can attract bugs to pollinate it. And what is worse than a corpse? But but it's using it to propagate itself, right? It's attracting flies and Obviously, bugs to pollinate it. So there are certain but it's animals. Not, it, it, Here's the thing, it's though. It's stinky. It's stinky. Right, but, it doesn't but, have anything to do with the but, entire point of this is to say if it's stinky. And flies humans, plant its, its, their, their uh, babies, maggots, on rotting meat. Because yeah, it's, because it, it smells, smells bad. But it smells good to them. To flies, it's it smells like um you know like um like it smells like a, a wonderful bouquet of roses. And it does the same for bugs for skunks as well, doesn't it? Well, no. I mean, I from what I've seen, a skunk actually protects itself against everything with its with its smell. So it it's it's looking to repel things, where this flower is looking to attract things. So it can't be that terrible if it's attracting bugs to pollinate it with its its odiferous, uh, just beautiful scent. Not exactly, because a lot of animals can't even smell the pungent odor of uh, skunks. What? Yeah, certain animals. Where were your facts? Then? Dogs. It's, it's a website called Silver Lining Herbs. Health Silver... products for horses and dogs. Silver Lining her- <laughs> Herbs? Yeah. Interesting. It, it it's talking about how dogs can't smell skunk. Oh, so they get blasted with skunks. They can't smell they... it. Really? Wait yep. a minute. But dogs, remember we went over this. Dogs have like way more of the, the little hairs in your nose. They got way more. They should be able to smell it way more than us. Yeah, but literally, um, this is this goes over it too. Dogs have a potent ability which basically makes them smell like skunks sometimes as well. So the dog can smell the skunk. Yeah. It's just and used it's to also, it because it replicates its own yeah. defensive smell that it puts off? Yes. Dog has a similar self-defense system to a skunk. And pretty much it does the same thing as a skunk. And that's why it doesn't mind its smell. Now, I'm, I'm going to have to Google this here. So does a dog have the same defense as a skunk. Dogs smell like skunk, but not sprayed. Oh, silver lining herbs. That's what it says. You're right. 
the, their sense of smell is unbelievable. Um, why a dog might smell like a skunk. Wow. A skunk scent can form a strong bond with a dog's fur coat. It comes upon an area that was once inhabited by a skunk and rolls around in the dirt. The particles of the skunk scent will bond with the dog's fur. So, yeah, pretty much what you said about my flower is the exact same thing for a skunk. It helps animals grow as well and use it as a defense system against hostile predators. Now, wait a minute. This silver lining herbs is health products for horses and dogs. And this sounds like some some hippie crap to me. Some hippie crap. Some goobly gack. Well, how about the VCA hospital? That's goobly gack. The, wait, what What was that, Ethan? What was your the source? VCAA. The VCAA, what's that? Ubligak. Uh, let me read its thing here. It's called, It's. it just says it's a hospital for dogs. One moment. VCAA. Let's see here. It's a hospital for smelly dogs? It's, it's basically a hospital for animals. I, I think we've definitively proven that if it's a fruit, you eat it, can't smell that bad. If it's a flower that attracts bugs... Okay. That bad. Oh, a skunk oh. tells everything except apparently its scent gets into dogs. Would also, when the scent gets into dogs, it also repels things. So there you go. I just told you. I'm pretty sure that that fruit is what killed cousin Jerry. I Plus, it, here's the I thing as a, well. I found. I thought it was sorry. a different cousin Jerry. I thought it was a different cousin Jerry, Cletus. Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry's got his flaps. We don't like Uncle Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also some bugs don't don't care about skunk smell either. Oh, certain bugs. State your uh, sources. What's what's the article on BBC? Uh, let me read it here. This is a long article. So I'm I'm looking here, Cletus, and I and I don't want to call you out as a liar, but it it looks like the 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 durian, the southeast and Asian fl- fruit, it takes a certain tropical temperature. To grow. I don't know if a durian can grow in the United States. Oh, yeah. Certain tropical temperature. <laughs> yeah, we, we had that certain tropical temperature. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that. We certainly did. Ah, here we go. I found one for the New York Times. Basically, these bugs, they're attracted to really stinky smells. And likewise, the skunks smell as well. Bad news stinks bugs, but don't smash it. New York Times. It but talks your about how is attracting bugs to pollinate. Yeah, well, and the skunk says, is not attracting stinky bugs to pollinate the skunk. But still, animals don't mind it. Some animals don't mind the smell because animals, certain animals, get attracted to so terrible smells. Because they can feast off of the dead animal. So, Gross. you know how crows eat off of dead corpses? Yes. They know it smells so bad, so that means something was killed and it's food. I mean, obviously, they probably don't like the smell, but still, they can eat the animal. It helps them. Hmm. Yeah. And what, what is using what? I, I've lo- what's using what to smell food? My flower. Oh, your flower. I, yeah, whenever I, whenever animal that uh, sniffs out like bugs, for instance, they basically use the terrible smell to find food because they know it's so bad and so potent that they can find a dead corpse to feast on. I'm just going to say, when, when, when you think of the term stinkiest, I was taking this as 
attraction versus repulsion. You know, you you um, you're looking to attract something like a young lady if you want to take her on a date versus repulsion where you say, hey, do you want to go to uh, a Star Wars convention? So I was kind of saying smell. If it's really stinky, it's going to repel like a skunk. It's a protective measure. So repel. I wouldn't the, think so. The, the flower is trying to attract certain things that that like bad smells. I wouldn't think so, because it if. Bad smells repel animals. Animals also get attracted to bad smells. Like, for instance, a certain this has been like proven by a lot of different articles. Uh, ladies actually like the smell, some, not all ladies out there, like the smell of like sweating men. Body odor? Yeah, they like body odor of men. And that body odor smells terrible, but still they get attracted for it to some reason. Well, that's obviously, like pheromones, right? You're talking yeah. about pheromones or hormones? And, I mean, it's mm. it's stinky, like, really bad, but people are still attracted to it. So I wouldn't think stinky repels people. It only repels people because it might attract people, too. Well, didn't you say one of the things that your flower smells like was sweaty gym socks? Yeah. I'll tell you, then why don't you just hang a couple of sweaty gym socks around your neck the next time you go out to a club to meet a to meet a young lady? I mean, ladies won't go up to me and look at me like that, but bugs will. They'll be attracted, (laughs) won't they? I thought you Obviously, said ladies animals are, uh, are attracted to it. I thought you said certain ladies are attracted by that by that smell. No, so they're attracted by body odor, and socks isn't really the right body odor I'm talking about. I'm talking about like they'll be on you like bees on a flower. Cletus, you've been awful quiet there. Well, I think I lost this. That's all. Your smelly thing looks the coolest, Cletus. It looks like a looks like a, a giant like uh, looks like a ball of death. It's covered with spikes. I just don't know if you can grow them in the United States, Cletus. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe you can. I'll tell you that. Maybe in Hawaii or Puerto Rico or something. But you can. I did it before. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, should we? Uh, how, do, how should we proceed here, Ethan? Should we get to our final arguments? Well, uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, well, uh, I, I still believe in Cletus. I, I believe he can bring this out of the uh, out of the bag here with his final argument. I believe in him. He can pull it right out. He can pull out of this nosedive he's in. Yes. Who says you can't get out of a nosedive? You could switch the smelliest cheese, Cletus. They actually. Oh, um, that's fine. There's this cheese I was reading on the same uh, news round site. It says the smelliest cheese. And here's what it states. Cheese, cheeses can have a bit of a whiff, but the viol bologna, I'm pronouncing that wrong. It's the B-O-U-L-O-G-N-E, is thought to be the worst smelling cheese. In fact, scientists at Cranefield University in Bedfordshire, United Kingdom, once used an electronic nose, a special mo- machine with sensors to detect different smells. To, and they used it to analyze cheese odors. And they found that the view belonged to be the smelliest cheese in the world, according to this electronic nose. Hmm. No, I, I'm keeping mine. <laughs> You're keeping yours, Cletus? So you don't, you don't trust any fancy uh, electronic uh, nose machinery? Uh, Jerry's nose is good enough. <laughs> Jerry's got a pretty good nose. Yeah. Jerry. 
So, so your your argument is standing on the fact that cousin Jerry thinks it smells bad. Yeah, you're, he he killed him. He <laughs> killed him. <laughs> killed him dead. I, you wait a minute. Are we getting to the bottom of what actually killed cousin Jerry? <laughs> oh no! What did happen to cousin the Jerry? Scent, the scent of a durian fruit killed cousin Jerry. That's what they say. Uh, that's what <laughs> wait, they say. Wait, 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 hold up. How did Cousin Jerry uh, obtain that fruit? Well, they said they said they they grew them. Well, we can't release our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> but hasn't Cousin Jerry been dead for like forty five years, and he just died one Thanksgiving? Yeah, 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 yeah. But we 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 go long back. We go we go way back. That's go why. That's back. how we. That's how I. That's how I originally came close with Uncle Uncle Jerry, or cousin cousin Jerry. You by growing durian fruit. Yeah, <coughs> we did. We discovered a method. Well, when, I, method? Was, uh, when I was, I guess it was twenty years ago. I'll tell. You. All right. <laughs> so you guys, you guys know like them satellite dishes you got inside your house. Yeah. All right. So like, if you pop off the little plastic part, you'll see like a shiny bulb thing. Get a screwdriver and jab uh, that thing out, and then you want to screw in one of them little fridge lights in there, and then and then you want to you want to put like a black like a garbage can black garbage sack over that, and then you want to put it on top of like a big big like like hanging rack, and then you got to put a bunch of saran wrap around it, and then you grow the dairy and fruit inside, and you you'll make it. Wow. I, I didn't know you were such an expert, Cletus. I, I had no idea that you were a horticulturalist, Cletus. I thought you were just a dog groomer, but you uh, a botanist. Yeah. So you're what do they what do they call that when you grow um, plants indoors? That's a um, no no no. It's a, it's a very specific. It's like hydroponics. Hydroponics. I think it's called it the greenhouse effect. <laughs> no, Cletus, that's not the greenhouse. I think that has to do with the climate change. Yeah, but. that has to do with pollution. So, well, I'm learning a lot about you guys today. When you're saying that you grow certain things um, in the in uh, inside, I don't and grow anything. That's a very expensive um, greenhouse process you have there with the satellite dish, Cletus. But I'll I'll, I'll trust you. I'm going to say that you and Jerry are. Well, doing well, well, it's thick. It stank so bad that Ma almost kicked Jerry out. He almost had to come with live with me for a little well, while. Okay. Are you sure it was the flower <laughs> that was, or the the Cletus. fruit that was smelling, or was it Jerry's flaps? Cletus, no, nah, that's that's, that's Uncle Jerry. <laughs> you you think it's Uncle Jerry? Are you talking about Kurt? I think you're trying Cousin to. Cousin Jerry. You're trying to win this debate through confusion by by deflecting us with confusion. all these theories. You calling me? You calling my family a defu- a, a confusion? <laughs> well, you got you got flaps, Jerry. You got the fruit grower, Jerry. I think you're trying to win this uh, debate through obfuscation. You're trying to confuse us into in with all these. Not about Uncle Larry. <laughs> Larry. Well, well, all right, all right, <laughs> all right here. Enough about Uncle Larry. <laughs> yes, get Let's control of this, Ethan. Get control of this. We haven't stated our final arguments, or have we? <laughs> no, I. Who knows? At, at this point, who knows? You've you already made uh, all there is to know. Uh, I, I've found so much about Cletus so far. All right, but... let's just vote. 
I don't even know yeah. what we're voting on anymore. No, 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 no. We have to still state our final argument. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Let, let, let's go with uh, Cletus first for his final argument. My final argument is that thing stunk so bad. Just take it from me. Take it from old pal Cletus. It well, restate, stunk. Restate what it is that stinks so we the, can uh, vote. The Darien fruit. It's the dairy fruit. Uh, then, I suppose we will go to Fizzywig for his final argument. All right. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to keep it simple, guys. Just uh, keep it as simple today with the, the striped skunk. It, it, uh, it warns you with its, white, with, with its white colorings to stay away. And uh, it, it shoots uh, stinky things out of its back end. And it's a, to, to get rid of predators like wolves and foxes and badgers and all of that. So it actually uses this smell to deflect animals. So that's got to be, you know, that's got to be worth something. That it's got to be the stinkiest thing, or, or because it's trying to repel, it's something from eating it. So that's my final argument. Um, then I suppose I go to mine. I'll just have to state this real quick. My plant is literally called the corpse plant. It is literally the stinking corpse lily. People might be repelled to stinking things, but other animals might be attracted to it. Like women to gym socks. Yes, I I, I suppose. I, I don't know. Fizzywig, if you if you would love to clarify and what you uh, if you have any experience with the gym oh, socks. Oh no, you no you 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 brought that up earlier. I'm just I'm just. I was talking what you about said. I was talking about my manly muscles, not gym <laughs> socks. All right, let's vote. All right, all right, all right, all right. Anyways, let's go on the voting procedure. So, how this works, quick rules. We each get a vote, and we cannot vote on ourselves. And whoever gets the majority wins. So, I guess first we'll start off with Fizzywig. All right, well, so I'm voting between the Corpse Lily or the Durian, the spiked spiked fruit. Um, Oh... This is a tough choice. Um, the corpse. So I'm just going to say, I'm just going to kind of back up what I was saying earlier about repelling things versus attracting things. So the corpse lily smells so bad that it's trying to get animals to um, pollinate it or bugs to pollinate it. And this and the um, the durian fruit just stinks. So I guess I'm, I'm going to have to go with the durian fruit. I'm going to vote Wait. for the durian fruit because... Because the the um, the corpse lily is is actually trying to attract things, even though it's smelly. So it is uh, it is a little bit of a conundrum. But that's my vote. I'm voting no, for I the, keep uh, telling you that it's still stinky. Because I mean, the dairy oh, fruit probably I, still attracts bugs. I, I get that it smells, but I'm I'm just trying to use some criteria here to differentiate between the two because they're both just reek. From what I've read online, they're both just nasty smelling stuff. All right, all right, fine. Now. I guess on to Cletus. No, I'm voting last. You vote. All right, fine. Well, the Darien fruits or the average skunk? So what I've heard of the Darien fruit is a lot of animals, they do like to stay away from it. A lot of bugs like to munch on it. But uh, it's also a delicacy in some areas. And skunks, on the other hand, they use it to repel animals, even though some animals still don't mind the smell and actually use it. I'll have to go with the skunk. Yeah, the skunk. Woohoo! The, the Darien fruit, it, it has a delicacy. People eat it. 
So obviously it's not that stinky if people actually eat it. Plus, as well as humans, they're not attracted to heavily stinky smells. And if people are actually eating the fruit, there's in some way it's not that bad. Bugs, on the other hand, they'll go nuts. They'll probably eat the fruit no matter what it smells like. <laughs> we, we, we could have been more specific. We could have said the stinkiest thing on earth to bugs or the stinkiest thing on earth to people. So that's a, for future reference we can we can clarify. But uh, it, it should have been people because but I appreciate it, it makes the, it a lot worse with the animals. Yeah. Because some animals are attracted to smelly stuff and others uh, say, yeah, no, I'm good. Yes. But, um, I, but I appreciate the skunk vote. Yes. Now, I guess we'll go to Cletus. I'm overeating, and I've got some very, very good reasoning. Now, wait a minute. You're voting for what? Eating. Eating. Me. You got to vote yep. for the, the thing, Cletus. Vote for Eat. the, the dead flower. You're telling me this this flower is so dang darn stinky that it's got it's to gotta repel stuff and whatnot for... Just to just to get stay alive, that's pretty that's pretty stinky. Imagine imagine that for you to reproduce, you gotta make bad smells. That's sad. That's why I'm vote for it. Case closed. <laughs> I got <laughs> I got skunked again. Yeah, I don't got skunked. It's a so tie. It's a we tie. each get a point. So the 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 fruit, the flower, and the skunk are equally as smelly. Yes. So, Ethan, I will um, I will announce the official record after um, eight episodes. Cletus is still in the lead with three victories in the debates. You have two victories, and I, think I it's am. Ben. I think it's been eight episodes, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in our eighth episode. Cletus three, Ethan two, and I'm still zero. So I, another bad pun. I'm skunked. Yes. Uh, I suppose we shall go to I, our next topic for today. I have a funny question. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um, <laughs> uh, no. You drank on weekdays, yes or no? Uh, in the summer, when we went over to Timmy's house on July 1st, that would indicate yes. Yes, in other words, that, that July 1st reference to skis, went over for skis, that's brewskis, correct? And after Tobin's... Sir, sir, I just need a yes or no. That brewskis, right? Well, I need to explain in context. I, I'm not a fan of the government doing anything, but I've got to ask, why isn't the government doing anything? Maybe this ag jobs bill would help. I don't know. Like most members of Congress, I haven't read it. And now, onto the final segment of the program. I have a funny question. Alright, now we are on to our second topic for today. I have a funny question. So, basically, I say a uh, topic which my two co-hosts do not know. And they had no time to research it. And we'll discuss it. Not really, like, coming to any conclusions or voting on anything. We just basically discuss the uh, topic or idea of it. So, 
Today we have a very interesting one. We got a movie coming out pretty soon that's uh, everyone's looking really forward to. We're going to talk about Marvel, or precisely Avengers Endgame. Uh, but anyway, the topic for today is uh, off of the very interesting, funny meme going along on the internet right now. The uh, Ant-Man plan. For you who uh, who don't know out there what the Ant-Man plan is... If you if you ever seen the Avengers movie, there's this guy named Ant Man who can he can make himself the size of an ant or the size of a huge giant, like turn big and small and stuff. So basically, the internet said, "Hey, why can't Ant Man climb up into the villain Thanos? Climb up into his uh, rear end and uh, make himself big well in his rear end?" And uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's our topic for today. <laughs> for I have a funny question. Um, so I guess we'll start out with uh, Cletus's uh, idea of this. Yeah, that that's def- that's definitely what's gonna happen. Let's be honest. You know that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> so so you believe it, Cletus? Yes, I believe it. <laughs> okay. Well, that that's all you had to say. Let's go to Fizzywig. I'm sorry, I'm totally lost. Who's flying inside of whose butt? And what are we? What is the question? I, I like I said before, it's we're talking about the Marvel Endgame movie, the new yep. one that's coming out. Avengers. Avengers, yes. And there's a man, one of the one of the uh, superheroes, can Ant-Man. make himself big. Yeah, Ant Man. Okay. Uh, can make himself as small <laughs> as an ant or as big as a giant. Yep. At okay. will. And then there's this villain named Thanos. Thanos. Basically, okay, yeah. Got, so there, Ant-Man gets vil- really small, and he flies up Thanos's rectum. Yeah. And then he gets big, and then Thanos explodes? Pretty much, yeah. Hmm. And would that work? Would that kill Thanos? Uh, I'm pretty sure yes, because... No, I mean, is that the work. question? That's the yes. question? So, I... Isn't Thanos like a, in in the last movie? Thanos um, fought the Hulk, and like the Hulk was just pounding on him, and didn't hurt him at all. So how could Ant Man from inside of Thanos hurt him when he expanded? Wouldn't he just like? Wouldn't it? If Ant Man got big, wouldn't it just hurt Ant Man more than Thanos? Well, let me give you a little physics lesson here. So right. Ant Man can expand at a rapid rate while he's wearing metal armor. So if he's basically inside of a surface that can expand, that is can only expand to a certain degree, Ant-Man can expand himself at a fast-paced rate, which increases over time. So this increases the mass and the amount of push it has on the body. Once Ant-Man expands, his mass increases as well as his speed. So, so through this if- mass and acceleration... It should basically put enough force on, uh, yeah, the rectum to basically expand it to a certain degree where it cannot go. And it would basically harm Thanos' body. So even if Thanos was made like out of um, the hardest um, the hardest element in the universe, Ant-Man ex- expanding at a rapid rate inside his rectum, he'd still he would still get hurt. Mattering on how strong it was, yes, but he's a humanoid with uh, fleshy body and skin. So Shown so, by how he got stabbed by uh, Thor's hammer axe thing uh, earlier. And the axe uh, penetrated okay. his body, okay. so obviously, it, to a certain degree, it can still be punctured. I see. Well, I just have a better... I remember in the movie Ant-Man, 
the first one, not Ant-Man and the Wasp, he got inside of a tank and, and the tank was really little and he made the tank big. So wouldn't it be better to drive a tank up Thanos's butt and have the tank expand just in well, case Thanos is made out of something that might hurt Ant-Man when he expands? So, or an aircraft carrier or maybe, you know, get a Tyrannosaurus Rex and put that up there and make that expand now, very quickly. Here's the problem with that. Okay. Ant-Man can't expand with the tank. So if he's inside, yeah, that area of the body, and he basically expands the tank, the tank will crush him and kill him. And if he tries to expand at the same rate <coughs> as the tank, well, then he would have to be a, basically a supercomputer because the timing would have to be perfect, or the tank would literally crush him. Yeah, but didn't so, they have remote controls? Like, didn't couldn't he expand the tank? Like, didn't... Um... Hank Pym expand the tank with remote control. I'm just saying. Oh, or or does somebody have he, to drag drive the tank up Thanos's butt? He could have the remote control, yeah. But I mean, you'd have to still expand it with some type of beam or thing inside of it. Yeah, that would work. But Aha! for instance, during a fight, I don't think you would be able to shove a tank in someone's butt while they're fighting fist fighting stuff. The guy can tiny. really warp reality. They're really small. They're like molecule size. Thanos won't even know what's going on. They'll yeah, be... but for instance, he's really he has the power to pretty much do anything, literally anything. And they during could a like fight, be like the magician Houdini. They could get like a hundred things up up Thanos's butt before he even knew it, and you know all kinds of stuff would just start expanding. It'd be like a magic show. Not really, because if you were as small as a molecule, you wouldn't move very fast. Hmm. You would move pretty slow. So Cletus, you're you're what what's your yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, def he's definitely gonna be definitely gonna be experiencing some problems. But anyway, that yeah, would but, work but too. would you rather put Ant Man up there, Cletus, or, or some tanks and um... I think that'd be pretty funny. I think <laughs> I, either either way it would kill him. Wouldn't it be funnier if there was an aircraft carrier? You shrunk an air, and all of a sudden there's Thanos, and then there's just purple goo and his giant aircraft carrier that just expands right out of Thanos. <laughs> I really don't see the significance of finding a tank, putting the tank <laughs> in that area, and then expanding it. Wouldn't or, you just want to get over it quickly? <laughs> or I've, I've thought of something even better. So there Why are this, we even talking about there's this? There's the steam engine from the from the from the 1800s in Pennsylvania. It's called the Allegheny. It was this that, massive steam engine, huge this, train. Imagine putting that up Thanos's butt and having that expand. This giant or the Union port. Pacific big boy. Oh That's my bigger. Lord. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, the big boy, the big boy coming, expanding in the big boy's butt. That would be fantastic. How that would, would you, really do some damage. Where would you find this stuff? I mean, you got like minimal time before he snaps his finger again and just destroys the other half of the universe. So, I mean, would you spend like three hours trying to find a train or a tank? Or could uh, you possibly he, just waste five seconds he, to expand he, your stuff? Pim had that tank on his keychain for years. So Ant-Man. Yeah, because he had it ready. Ant-Man does not have a tank on his neck all the time. It could be yeah, like a, little, it yeah, could be like a yeah. Charms bracelet. He could have a, an Allegheny on there. Or yeah, he could have an Allegheny. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. The Chrysler hold on, hold on, hold on. Building, the Chrysler building just going right up there and bam. Yeah, I'm at. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you show, if you, like an aircraft carrier, that'll rip your, that'll rip your asshole shreds. That... <laughs> oh, okay, all right, please. Hey, hey. 
Hey, watch the language. This is a family show, Cletus. <laughs> what? It'll rip what to shreds? It'll rip your bum hole to shreds. Tear it up. Kind of like you had a Chipotle burrito. Oh, Tear that crap up. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I like, swear. It's like That would be a top gun. Let I'm going to be so you. worried about this episode. Oh. Uh. Why did why did I decide to pick this topic? You know what? Instead of this, like this is stinky. You know, like, like the stinkiest things. What is the worst thing that you could put in Thanos's butt? Oh my gosh! I don't know. <laughs> like I'm you gonna can say put the, anything. The anything. Chrysler Building, the biggest thing you could find. Like an aircraft carrier is huge. Like some of the new ones, they're big. But if That's you could, big. what if you put Uranus? The planet Uranus up uh, Thanos's. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you saying here? Why would you want to put Uranus up in someone else's Uranus? Well, it's the biggest. It's the biggest thing you could find, right? That that Ant Man could shrink down. What about Saturn? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe uh, the entire planet of uh, the sun. Actually, I don't know if if Hank Pym's technology could shrink an entire planet. That would that would that might be beyond the capabilities of the of the shrink power. Well, we. we a- after all this, the the idea of putting something in there and expanding it, yes, it would work. I would think so. <laughs> so that would kill Thanos. Yes, any one of those items you suggested would kill Thanos. Hey, Marvel and Russo Brothers, if you're listening, reshoot the ending. We want to see Th- we want to see an aircraft carrier come out of Thanos' butt. Why? Much oh, better movie. Much better movie. Uh, one moment, one moment. I, I, Turn I got right. You turn my friends to dust, I'm going to have an aircraft carrier come out of your rear. That's how we roll. That's how Cletus rolls. Wait, 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 let, me, let me call. Bam! Sorry, I get, I'm getting a call from Ant-Man. Sorry, one more. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so basically what they're saying is they, they want you to shove something in there and then expand it. Tell you, Ant-Man other than snack? him. Oh, wait, no, hold up here. Hold up here. You gotta go in there, tell him to reshoot it, go up his butthole and put something in there. That's what they keep telling. Something big. No, no. no. Something Listen, large. This will work. It'll get all the views. It'll get all the money. No, I know I'm... it's disgusting, but what does that matter? The... Hey. It would be so cool, though. Trust me. The internet wants this. The, the entire world wants this stuff, right? No. 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 No, you can't wear any type of, like, I don't know... So, no, 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 you can't wear a suit. You have to wear the Ant-Man suit. That, yeah, yeah, sure. You, you can clean yourself off after that in the whole encounter. The, f- fine, 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 fine. Goodbye. Sorry, I had to call Ant-Man there. Was that, was that, you have Paul Rudd's phone number? You yeah. Yeah, I don't know if, like I said, I don't think he'd want to go up there. Yeah, he had some reservations, but if he you put other wanted, things He up said he there, wanted to bring lubricant. <laughs> I'm just saying, you double the gross. You, you'd literally, there, it'd be like Titanic, right? You'd, you'd, you'd make a billion dollars, and then the stain power of that movie would play all summer if you had an aircraft carrier come out of his rear end. <laughs> hey, right. speaking of the Titanic, let's get the Titanic up there while we're at it. Okay. <laughs> a literal blatant memorial for around 2,000 people's death. Yeah, let's put that right up someone's rear end and then expand it. Well, no, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, I'm just let's thinking about that. big things that yeah. can just rip them up. Oh, my Lord. Well, okay. I <laughs> I suppose this concludes our, our, our debate for today. Um, 
Uh, any last thoughts on this whole uh, this whole uh, topic we had going on here, Cletus or Fizzywick? No, no, no final, no final arguments or whenever you y'all's up to. Did well, Cletus right. did that? Did that whole topic just disgust you, and now you're you're done? Well, it it, it late, it late. So Cletus, you're um you're 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 tired. Is it because we were discussing Thanos's rear end for the past twenty minutes? Yep. Well, I, <laughs> I I suppose this concludes our debate then. <laughs> well, all right. Um. So yeah, if you guys like the podcast, um, we have you 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 can you can look us up and listen to the other videos. Uh, we have a Twitter at hashtag gentleman debate. We also have a uh, we have a, an, a Gmail at gentleman debate at gmail dot com. Uh, I'm not sure if the Instagram's up yet. Is it, is it up? It is still not up. That was Cletus still was supposed up. to do that. Cletus, where's our Instagram? Man, Cletus don't know anything about no Instagram. We'll, well, get, we'll work on that. We'll work we're on we're that, still Ethan. working on it for real Facebook. And Ethan, uh, we didn't get any uh, iTunes reviews this uh, week, but uh, share share this podcast with your friends and give us an iTunes debate. Ignore the, the Thanos uh, part. Uh, but give us a review. Give us a five star review. We're we're begging you. We're Actually, begging you. do give us a Thanos review because I I, I truly want to know what other people think about this. Maybe we threw a little pop culture into this episode. We'll get some more listeners and some reviews. That that's very pop culture, guys. Yeah, you hear people talk about that all over the news. I think Thanos deserves it. <laughs> snapping his fingers and killing <laughs> folks. He deserves everything he gets up there. I, I felt like I felt like Thanos had a great idea. I, I felt like it was worth it. All the all the boring characters with no with just simple dialogue and at least three movies. I mean, he got rid of all the characters that were pretty much not in any like were pretty much in two movies at best. But anyway, uh, yeah, if you guys like the podcast, uh, leave a review, please. Um, you guys can comment on that as well. You can also decide on who can be the winners, truly, if you wish to uh, cast a vote in the comments on a Facebook. And, um, yeah, keep listening. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Today's music was brought to you by musicians of Marlboro, like the cigarette company. And you can find them on freemusicarchive.org. Org stands for organization. Just want just to let you guys know. I'm sorry. I'm still a bit torn up by the uh, the second topic. Why you did I choose that? You think you're torn up? What about Thanos? <laughs> oh come on. That's that's a. <laughs>